That's right, I'm your host, Kurt Sandig. And hey, howdy, hi, and welcome to this very special edition of Paranormal Almanac. Now, I want to do a shout out to the person that asked for this episode right here, right now, listener Don. First and foremost, happy birthday, Don. Now, Don wrote, Hope you and Stitch are doing well and keeping your heads up. Any chance you can do a live show this Thursday, April 2nd? I don't have Facebook, but absolutely love the long, unedited shows on the podcast. <clears throat> Thursday is my birthday. Happy birthday. I work at the hospital on the night shift and listen while I work. I was supposed to be off for my birthday, but my vacation was revoked due to COVID-19, so now I'm working. Anyway, hearing a live version would truly make my day and get through the shift a lot smoother. So, everyone, please wish Dawn a happy birthday. And let's thank her and every other listener that is working to make us safer through this pandemic. Seriously, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hi, Ashley. Hey, Rodney. Jay, you got it. Glad to see you're here. Shannon, hey, howdy, hi. Dorian, howdy. Susan and Lauren, hey, howdy, hi. Ashley, I love the new theme. Thank you. I literally did that new theme, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes ago. I was just having some fun. I figured, let's do a quarantine theme. And uh, so, yeah, I did a new theme just for this show. Joe, hi, from San Antonio, Texas. Well, hey, howdy, hi, Joe. Hope you're doing well. Hi, Jamie. Ollie, hey. Uh, Ollie, what's your son's name? Oh, Noah, perfect. Noah, how you doing, buddy? You're awesome. Your dad's awesome. So happy to see you guys. So happy that you're here. I'm wearing my Paranormal Almanac uh, ring, and I'm wearing a nice Hawaiian shirt made up of Hawaiian shirts to keep us all in a happy mood. Howdy, Jamie. James, how you doing, sir? Yes, happy birthday, Don, indeed. Uh, Don, uh, Joshua says happy birthday. Susan says happy birthday. Jamie says happy birthday. Happy birthday to you all. How you guys doing? How you holding up this week? This week's a little bit more rougher than last week. Oh, 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 sorry. Hold on one sec. There was a little uh, angry face so that, you know, the angry face gets the finger. Um, this week was a little bit more rougher than last week, huh? But we're almost through it. Keep on keeping on. Keep staying home. Keep staying safe. You know that number? 818-732-9399. That number is only working when I'm doing these live shows. So the 190 people that called and left me voicemails, I didn't listen to them. Sorry. I'm not listening to 190 voicemails of you guys trying to get through when the line's not even working. The line only works when I am doing these Facebook Live shows for you Facebook Live people. Uh, Dorian, it is Dawn. Sorry, D-A-W-N. Um, Jessica, wow, thank you. I'm so happy that you love my show. Thank you. Steve Ty. Holy crap, Steve from good old Michigan. Um, Steve's, Steve was an old great friend of mine. We worked together at Natural Wonders selling uh, crystals and listening to Enya. Steve actually got me into, I got I to gotta thank Steve right here on air. Steve got me into Nine Inch Nails. I'd never heard him prior to Steve. He got me into him, blew my freaking mind wide open. Absolutely loved him ever since. So for the very least for that, Steve... Thank you, sir. But uh, thank you for getting me through hours of playing chess with you at uh, Natural Wonders and just having a good old time. Buddy, I'm happy to see you on here. 
Uh, New Zealand, Brad. Hey, welcome from uh, welcome from California. How's New Zealand, man? How are you guys doing? Are you guys quarantined like us? Wow, New Zealand, that's crazy. Noah, you're the best. Ali, you too, sir. Um, Arizona, hey Anthony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm. Oh, Kathy, Kathy is another person that's out there making us safer. So, like Don, thank Kathy as well. Thank everybody that's working in healthcare, that's working in hospitals, that's working to make us safer. Steve, you rock, buddy. Um, no, no, no worries, Dorian. Honestly, it's it's my pronunciation of Dawn. Um, Teresa, Damien's at that. Dude, Damien's the best, Teresa. Thank him. I'm so glad that he had a huge grin on while listening to that episode. Uh, I, I can't get over I listened to Damien's call yet again recently. What a great call. What a great guy. Teresa and Damien, I'm so happy to see you guys. Um, James, thank you, sir. You like Enya? You know... Back in the day, I used to tell Steve, and I'm sure he probably won't remember this, that uh, that Enya should make a, a rap album called Enya Effya. And and obviously, she's never done it, but, you know, that is that is my dream, to make a rap album with Enya called Enya Effya. Uh, of course, Kathy, thank you. Thank you for being the amazing, awesomely cool friend that you are, keeping Sean Bishop sane and safe as much as you can, and me sane and safe as much as you can. All righty, everybody got their drinks. I am drinking a uh, Captain and Coke, uh, to no one's surprise. It's a Thursday, so I'm not going to drink a ton of them. But um, uh, yeah, Brad, okay, so New Zealand is up on total lockdown. So I'm working hard. Love the podcast, my man. I've been binge listening all your podcasts over two weeks while working. Hey, Brad, thank you so much for listening. I got to turn the AC on. It is blazing hot in here for some reason, but the TV has not turned on, thankfully. So hold on one second, guys. All righty. Oh, yeah, here. Sorry. So you guys can all see it in, in its, its beauty. And uh, wait, wait, I'm backwards. This one, this one right here is actually a Sasquatch Hawaiian shirt. I actually own this shirt as well, but uh, but I didn't wear it because I'm not a smart man. Um, I'm wearing this shirt instead. <clears throat> Todd, hey, Sarah, hi, how's my week? It's been, uh, it's been a long week, Sarah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Joshua says, first time commenting on your videos. I've listened to Paranormal, Paranormal Almanac for such a long time. When I drive down south with my dad, I play on my favorite episodes, and he loves it too. So glad I found this fake Facebook page. Joshua, thank you, man. Thank you for sharing it with your dad as well. And you said favorite episodes, which means there's more than one. So... I can't even imagine what they would be. That's amazing. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, Ashley, please, everybody keep an eye on the TV. I didn't make a big a deal of it as I should have, apparently. Everybody's like, you were so calm. You just went, oh, yeah, the TV went on. Yeah, well, the TV went on. Uh, thank you, sir. It is a nice shirt. Thank you. Oh, Lily, hey, hi, how are you? Um, yes, I will, uh, I will make a bigger deal of paranormal things happening in the house. It's just so common, honestly, that... Uh, that I don't make such a big deal. Well, that mic's kind of in the way. Well, whatever. Uh, oh, uh, here is... Can I focus in on it? No, you can't. Well, it's on my face. It's on my Instagram page. If you want to see the only official Paranormal Almanac ring that was made for me, you have to go to the Instagram and you can check it out there. Um, Sean, hey. Hi, how you doing? 
<clears throat> oh, no, Lily, please. You can spell Kurt anyway. You guys that email me and you're like, hey, Kurt, and it's spelled like Q-U-E-R-T. Sure, whatever. I have never had Kurt spelled correctly. So the fact that most of you guys are getting it correct blows my mind. But I will I'll respond to pretty much anything that uh, kind of looks like Kurt. In fact, fun fact, um, if you ever see Kurt spelled out in cursive, the R always looks like an N. So every time I've ever had a cursive name or something on like a like a wedding plaque or something like like you know like you're in a little nameplate so you know where to sit at a wedding and if it's in cursive, it always looks like an N. It's not good since we have uh, Noah listening. I'm not going to say the word, but you all can spell. I'm sure Noah can too. Lauren, hey, howdy, hi. Um, Will. Congratulations. Will just wrote, I got a negative back on my COVID-19 test, so I'm so stoked. I'm stoked for you. I'm so happy that everybody's keeping safe and keeping happy and keeping healthy. Will, I'm so, so freaking happy for you. Honestly, I don't want anyone to go through this. We're all going through it, but I don't want anyone to go through it with the actual COVID-19. So I'm so glad to see that that's the case. Holy crap, we're like 10 minutes into it and I haven't even started the show yet. Well, that's fine. I'll get to it. Uh, I'll get to it anyway. Yeah, no, it's true. C-U-N-T. So many, I had work shirts that said that. And and in fact, I used to be a manager at a store, a shoe store back in the day and it had C-U-R-T in cursive. And um, more than a few parents were mad that my shirt said a swear word. So I had to explain to them, no, nah, it's just my name. It's just how it is. Lauren Sapansky has joined. So Lauren's looking out for my health. Not only did Lauren make this amazing patch, which you guys should order from her because she is awesome. The official Don't Fucking Shoot Bigfoot patch at Etsy.com slash 8BitSpock. But Lauren today messaged me to let me know that she's making face face masks for uh, for me and a few of our, our mutual friends um, to keep us safe. How awesome is that? That on her own own free will. She's just like, I'm going to help out Kurt and keep him safe. So apparently they're kind of naughty too. So I'm very excited to see it. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Any Q-U-E-R-T, K-Y-R-T, you know, silent M's. I don't care. Spell Kurt any way you want. Judy. Hey, Judy from Florida. You're a nurse sitting home and making masks tonight. Thank you so much, Judy, for keeping us safe, keeping us healthy. My folks are actually in Florida. Please do me a favor. Make sure you keep them healthy as well. Um, that was Stitch. He just ran away. Uh, he'll be back. Don't worry. He's got things to do. You know, he's got his own podcast to run while I'm doing mine. But uh, Stitch will be back. Um, is it Maja? M-A-J-A or is it Maha? I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm not a smart man. Alrighty, 11 minutes of rambling. Let's get right into this episode. So because Dawn and uh, so many, apparently so many other listeners like Judy and Kathy are, are in the health industry, I figured let's tell some stories about shadow people and other things that we're seeing. Uh-oh, is it glitchy? Uh-oh, wait, before I get into any stories, I want to make sure that this feed is smooth before I get going. So... <clears throat> Let me just let it be for a second, then I'll get into some stories. You guys let me know if it's still glitchy. Oh, it's glitchy, apparently. <clears throat> oh, and it's Maya. Oh, geez. 
That was way off. I said Maja. That's not even close. Well, Maya. Um, hi, howdy, hi. So happy to see you. Eek spooks, thank you. I'm glad you like my shirt. Yeah, it's glitchy. Really? Okay, let me shut down every unnecessary thing that is on my computer. So see if that makes any difference whatsoever. We're going to close that down. We need that. We're going to close that down. We're going to close that down. Close that down. Yeah, we don't need that. That can go away. That can go away. Oh my god, no wonder there's so much crap open. Boom and boom. Okay. Now there's only three things open. There is uh oh crap, did I just kill the recording? No, I did not. Okay, so now there's only three things open. So hopefully the glitchiness will go away. I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna, you know ramble on for a couple more minutes um but we'll see if that makes any difference whatsoever what sean they wouldn't let you wear a mask at work no it excites panic screw that crap it's still glitchy huh good now this is so ridiculous spectrum guy just left our place yeah it sucks better it's a little glitchy, but all Facebook live streams do that. Better, 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 better. All right. I got a whole lot of betters. Um, yes, lawsuit is correct, Sean. That's not cool. Protect yourself. I'm glad you quit your job. And then instead of like, you know, just listening to them and going to work and risking your health. Okay. Now let's get to it. Since everybody's saying it's a little bit better. Sounds good now. Let's get right into it then. Okay. So, let me let me slow that down just a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. All right, so I can't see your guys' comments. I suppose I could pull this out over here, then I can. Turn off this light. Sorry, hope that doesn't make any difference. Nah, seems, seems fine. Whoa. All right, you tell them, Stitch. You tell them, buddy. Okay, since it seems to be a little bit better, you guys are doing good. Oh, Phil's saying it looks great. Thank you, Phil. Phil, you're the best. Love you, buddy. Okay, so I figured that um, let's talk about some hospital-related paranormal stories for this episode. I think I told my my friend Sharon's story of when her um, husband was in the hospital right before he passed away. He was seeing shadow people on a regular basis in the hospital he was completely lucid, so it's not like, oh, well, of course, he was, you know, pumped full of drugs or anything. No, no, he was completely lucid and seeing shadow people on the ceiling, booking in and out of the rooms. They would leave right before nurses would come in. So I figured there's got to be more stories like that. So I scoured the Internet and I found some stories exactly like that. Before I get to the show... Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm all clean shaven. Yeah, Sean, I, you guys are the reason that I shave. So thank you very much. But you're also the reason I'm wearing pants right now. So fuck y'all. But, um, but yeah, so let's get right into some stories from the internet from nurses and other medical staff about weird things in hospitals. The first one says the skilled nursing unit used to send used to be pediatrics. From time to time, patients would complain about kids being too loud. 
that staff would never tell them that there were no kids on the entire floor. Skilled was used for um, elderly patients recovering from surgery. So they had a bunch of elderly patients in there. And the elderly patients were like, hey, can you tell these kids to shut up? But it hadn't been a pediatrics ward for years. So they would just try to appease the patients by saying that they would take care of it. Another coworker came from a children's hospital in the next town. She said they had several instances of shadow figures caught on their security tapes. On their security tapes. I want to see that footage. Holy crap. <clears throat> I've already got people saying that. We have some from the ghosts. Um, and yes, Susan, you're welcome for the pants. Um, no pants needed. <laughs> no, I'm going to get up eventually when I have to let Stitch out. I don't need you guys to see me without pants. Okay, so the next story. While not exactly shadow people, when I was still a student nurse, we were having our duty, we were having our duty at this old hospital, and one of the staff nurses asked me to check on a room if the bed was made because there was an admission and the housekeeping personnel didn't inform her if they had made the room ready for occupancy. When I got there, I was surprised because the room was already occupied and the patient asked me to check his blood pressure. I even checked his IV. IV set? Sure. I even checked his IV set. Then I went back to the nurse and told her that the room was occupied. She looked at me like I was making a bad joke. Hey, man. Stitch. Enough with the collar. I'm reading the story. Um, I even checked his IV. I went back to the nurse and told her that the room was occupied. She looked at me like I was making a bad joke. And then we went to the room again to check it. And to my surprise, it was, I'll say freaking, it was freaking empty. The nurse told me that it was that I was played. And this is a common occurrence, especially at night at that hospital. My dad is in the hospital pretty often as a patient. I don't know why it ever never occurred to me to ask if he maybe seen anything spooky. Please ask him. Randall, hey, howdy, hi. <laughs> it's true. Um, never mind, he's off. I'll call eventually. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, like, seriously, give me another couple minutes. I got a couple more stories. And then, yeah, please give me a call. All right, the very next one. <clears throat> There was once where I was responding to an MET, a medical emergency team, uh, MET call where we had a patient had crossed over and couldn't bring him back. There was a dark blob beside me and I felt confusion and sadness coming from it. After the team left, I made a loop back and went in while the nurses were doing last office, removing jewelry, cleaning wounds, etc. I saw that the blob was still there and told him nicely that his time on earth was done and after it was recovered, he should move on. There was a full minute of silence among the nurses and I before the blob disappeared and that feeling of confusion and sadness disappeared with it. Of course, I explained myself I explained myself to the nurses later and the newer ones freaked out while the older ones were a lot more understanding. I also had the great honor to work with a pal uh, palliative team? I don't know. And we had our share of encounters. Most patients see something in their final days waiting for them. It usually takes the form of a deceased relative or a familiar face, though I've often heard of shadows being seen too. I like to think that it's someone from the other side coming to help them through this difficult time. There have also been times where I've seen shadows in the corner of my eye when entering the room of someone who's preparing to move on, but I think that's part of the process. Um, yeah, I've heard that from a number of people. Hi, Carrie, how are you? Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, I've heard that from a number of people that when it seems like it's time to move on, that you start to see friends and relatives and you start to see different things, including shadow people. 
Um, I've had a few relatives that were in the hospital right before they passed away. I never thought to ask them either if they had ever seen anything. But um, if you guys have ever been in the hospital and you've seen something, or if you have a relative that was in the hospital and they've seen something, or if you've had a relative that was talking to somebody that you couldn't see, that people couldn't see right before they passed on, I would love to hear those stories. Um, I think I've told this story on the podcast. Sam Kinison was one of my favorite comedians back in the day when I was growing up. Um, he was in a head-on collision on the way to Vegas to perform a show. They had pulled him out of the car. He was lying there. I believe it was his brother was talking to him. And, you know, Sam was lying there on the ground. His brother was talking to him. And Sam stopped focus on his brother, looked past his brother, and started to say he didn't want to go, that it wasn't his time, and that he had things to do. Okay, I understand. And he, he seemed to understand what that whatever was saying and then passed away. So it seems to be a thing that happens quite a bit. And it's absolutely incredible to me that uh, that these kind of stories happen all the time, that people see things in hospitals, that, that people see things or people or family right before they pass away. My neighbor, uh, Sharon, grew up saying, you know, grew up being told, not being, not saying, grew up being told that, hey, you got to go see grandma, grandma's about to pass on or great aunt's about to pass on. And that as soon as they start to see these relatives or these people coming back to them to get them, that you got to know it's time. And she said that without a doubt, within 24 hours of her relatives seeing deceased loved ones, they passed away every freaking time. Sean Bishop has joined the room. How you doing, sir? Yes, I agree. It is chilling. Um, the other Sean, that's right, Wagner, Sean, the Sean, as far as I'm concerned, the Sean Bishop has joined the room as well. Uh, the lines are open. Let me, uh, let me minimize this for a while. I can always do more. I've got a couple more of them on here. I, I only got maybe four or five of them, um, uh, four or five additional ones to put on here. But like I said, because this episode was for Dawn and Dawn alone, I figured let's do a medical story or a hospital story about seeing shadow people or other things, or I'll open the calls to you guys. Open lines. The lines are now open. Let me make sure. I've got a new phone. I have not tested the new phone, so this should be interesting. Um, God, I hope it works. I didn't think about that till just now. I do have a new phone, but it is the same number, 818-732-9399. Uh, feel free to give me a call. If you guys have a story, you want to chat, you just want to say hi, I am here for you guys. Oh, that was quick. Oh, nope, that wasn't. That's funny. That was my neighbor that I was just talking about. Yes, um, <clears throat> Sean, I'm glad to see you too, buddy. I cannot wait to hang out with you. David is here. Jin is here. My great-grandma died when I was two. I don't remember her, but multiple family members were there with her. She looked around the room and at a corner, and at a corner that that no one was in, and said, Mom, Dad. Then she passed away the same day very shortly after. Thank you, Joshua, for sharing that. Like I said, that, that is a story that I've heard, um, I've heard off, all too often. It is incredible. Thank you guys so much for, for doing that. Love you too, Sean. Um... Yes, you are Sean 2. Sorry. But, you know, Sean 2 isn't bad. Especially when you got Sean 1 being the Sean. Let's check this out and see if this is actually a caller. Caller, you are on the air. 
Hey, Sean, too. How are you? I'm good. How are you holding up? I'm holding up. It was a uh, it was a bit of a rough week. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I can imagine things are getting a bit crazier. They really are. How you doing? I'm doing alright. Still doing Uber Eats. Told my job to kick rocks. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that your job was being a jerk. That is not cool. It happens. I mean, there's, there's still a lot of wood listening to anyone in my seat, so to be expected, unfortunately. Yeah, that's still, though, like, I agree with some other people, like, that should be, like, lawsuit kind of stuff. If they won't let you wear a face mask at times like this, not cool, yeah, not cool at all. Risk, and being high risk really sucks. Like, I, I spoke to people at the hospital, and they even said, like, I really should be quarantined, quarantined, but they let me cut somehow. Well, I'm glad that you're still doing okay, and you're still safe, even without the job. Yep. Um... How you doing tonight? Oh, cool! Please, I'd love to hear a story from you. I have one really short one, and one that wasn't my story to tell, but I heard it from my father, so I'll do my quick one first. So, my personal hospital story: um, when I think this was back in, in 2012, I was pregnant with my daughter, and I had a lot of complications. Um, I actually started to bleed out for one day, Eesh. and my my husband at the time, his friend, uh, picked me up, brought me to the hospital with his girlfriend, and they said they couldn't they, they couldn't find a uh, heartbeat or anything when they checked my ultrasound and everything, looking for my kid. They couldn't find anything. They said we're gonna come back in about 20 minutes to a half an hour and check on you again, and if well, it's worst case scenario, we are going to do the abortion. Eesh. So. They, um, they left the room, and you know, like, the, the IV stands when they don't have anything on them, it's just that holder? Yes. There was one, there was one sitting at the end of the hospital bed by my left foot. Um, my friend, my two friends were on the right side of me, by where my head was, so they were sitting in their chairs. And I made a comment about I didn't want to lose my child, because I also... Uh, a little backstory, I told my toddler on her deathbed that I didn't lose my first child, and I said I was going to have a little girl and give her off to her, which I did in the end, so yay, point yay. fair. Um, but my godmother passed away shortly after I lost my first child, so I didn't want her to know I'd lost her already, and now this is pregnancy number two. So I was telling my friends, I said I didn't, I didn't want to lose this kid again, because I felt like I would fail her. And as I said that, the IV stands, now this is just a regular hospital, it's in, it's in its own little room that I'm in, there's no incline, there's no nothing, door is shut, it's just the two of them sitting to the right of me, and this thing is on the left. It started moving towards the head of the bed, towards where I was, and it stopped, kind of like where my stomach was, like we watched it walk across the room, we didn't know what was happening, we're kind of looking around, there's no wires, <laughs> It just moved to the top of the bed where I was. This came in, they found a heartbeat. So we kind of think of that as the innocence. And boom, heartbeat was back. Baby's okay. I'm okay. I got discharged from home. Uh oh, did I lose you? No. Oh. Yeah. There you are. There you are. So you got oh, okay. so you, no, no, no. It's kind. It's totally cool. So you all right? So you got discharged? Yeah. No. I 
everything's fine. Um, but it was weird because the, the IV stand, nothing moved. It. it moved to the top of the bed, and suddenly the heartbeat was back. Oh my God! And so there was nothing like so there wasn't there wasn't like a, a there wasn't a, an IV in your arm that was connected to the bag on there and no, you didn't no, pull it the, nothing. No, the IV the IV that was in the arm was at the top of the bed on the right. There was two different IVs just kind of sitting there. One was actually with the bags and tubes in my arm, but the one at the foot of the bed on my left foot wasn't attached to anything. There was no bags hanging off, and it was completely empty. It was just a metal rack, and that wow. is the one that moved up to the bed. Holy crap. So it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of spooky, because at the time, like, I'm all out of it and everything, and I mentioned my deceased godmother and freaking out about the oh, yeah. baby, and then suddenly the thing just starts moving out to the bed, and the puppy stuff. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, in regards to the second one, actually, um, what was it, 2018? Does he believe in anything? Did he believe? Start believing in things after that? Um, not really. He doesn't. He doesn't really talk about it. It scares him to talk about. Sure. So he discusses it with his wife, and then she passes the information to us when he gets into his uh, moods. Is now constantly paranoid and freaking out. But you know, when it happened, it was kind of an eye opener. Like, okay, so then maybe this doesn't exist. You're hearing it from a non-believer. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many people do you hear that kind of story from? I, I mean, I've got dozens of those kind of stories where they can say exactly who was in the room, who was working on them, where they were when they were working on them, like what yeah, and hospital that's, staff. And that's exactly what he said. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. He said he remembered which medics were working on him, and they were uh, from a different hospital because when he finally came to, um, he, was in, he was originally in. Uh, hospital in Norway, and then he got transferred to one in New Brunswick, which is a few towns over. When he came to, he was in New Brunswick, and he remembered everyone knew the staff from Norway, but he wasn't conscious for any of it. Holy crap. Like, how? I mean, there's, yep. I mean, I get that skeptics say, 
oh, well, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't really coded. He wasn't really dead. So he was still hearing things. But if you were hearing things, you can't explain yeah, no, the specifics. In, in, in the, yeah, but in the report, they even, they, they clocked him. They clocked him as being dead as of, I forget what time, but oh, sure. he was certified, he was certifiably dead. There wasn't anything. There was no pulse, no heartbeat, no nothing. And about 35 minutes later, he was, he was back somehow. And like I said, he, he remembers everything. See, that's inc- see I love those kinds of stories especially when they come and I don't know why it makes any real difference to me at all but for some reason I love it when comes from someone who doesn't believe it yep yep either a skeptic or an atheist or a non-believer whatever you want to call them when they when when they even go this happened and I know this happened that always gives yep. me a little bit of credence to these kind of stories Yeah, I, that's a, absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for sharing, as always. No problem. I just I love. I love the fact that like I can count on you for an amazing story, or you or your husband for amazing <laughs> stories every every time. And and honestly, thank you for it because it always seems to kick in gear. Other people getting up the nerve to call in and just have some fun, and <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, no. I like hearing these other stories. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I love it. Everyone on here, whether you're shy or not, give them a call. Chris's not going to hurt you. It's me. I'm not scary. In the, I'm not even. I'm not even remotely scary. I'm wearing a stupid Hawaiian shirt right now. I'm the least scary person as, as you can be. You're looking for right now. You're looking at the face. Look at the baby face. Yeah, yeah. A little older than twelve, sadly, but yes, thank you. I, yeah, I know. Like I said, um, hey, Jennifer joined. I love you. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, like I said, you guys gave me an excuse to actually shave and, you know, get dressed up a little bit. Because who am I trying to impress? Stitch? He doesn't care. Well, hey, I don't know. Maybe Stitch, maybe Stitch is judging your fashion sense. You oh, he, he judges me on a regular basis. Don't you worry. <laughs> For more than fashion sense. Well, oh, my gosh. Well, thank you again so much for calling. You're more than welcome to call back at any time whatsoever you have the best yeah, I mean, stories I yeah i mean i don't know if, if david has any but i'm gonna make sure he knows like this is kind of the topic we're going on i don't know what he's got yeah this. i don't know if he does so we'll see <laughs> yeah please no this is great thank you again for calling i really appreciate it have a good night if i don't hear from you again i hope to hear from you again though yeah absolutely i'll be on many ways watching and typing so love it thank you all right I- see as always, Sean, she gets the best stories, always has something on topic, always blows me away. Um, I wanted to say what Susan said. Susan said, my mom was bad in the hospital and almost died, and she made it through, uh, but she said she heard her mom tell her to go back, not her time yet. And she has died or almost died three times in her life, but got to keep her well into her 80s. Um there's so many stories like this where people hear their loved ones saying it's not time or it is time or it's time to go or, you know, whatever they end up saying to them. And these stories always blow me away. Inga, hey, how are you? Judy, Hawaiian shirt with Hawaiian shirts on it. Yeah, it is an inception, a shirtception of Hawaiian shirts. So, yeah. 
Um, you know, I think I might make it a Hawaiian shirt kind of a show every show because, trust me, I've got enough of them. Um, yes, Sean uh, Bishop, you're right. I do need a screen call, a call screener, but that one was the most innocent call ever repeatedly over and over again. It was my neighbor, Sharon, just calling to check in on me. So I love her dearly for it. Um, obviously, she doesn't know I'm recording. I should have called her prior to make sure that she knew I was here. She knew I was here on on air. But uh, but yeah, that was just um, that was just my neighbor Sharon checking in on me, which is just awesome. Kale, how you doing? Um, but yeah, so there's so many stories of of you know what? Let me read you another one. Well, we got a minute. The phone lines are still open. If you guys want to call me, it's 818-732-9399. I'm the nicest, easiest person to call, talk to. Please give me a call. But until then, let me tell you another one of these hospital stories. Where did I leave off? I was at a hospital while in university with a sudden illness. My boyfriend had dumped me, and on top of this, I had this mysterious illness, which later got properly diagnosed. Hundreds of miles from home with nobody at my side, I was scared and in an excruciating pain without the comfort of a familiar face. I was waiting for the nurse to come back to administer the first course of morphine and watched her bustling about. At one point, she looked at me, froze solid, and then came to my bedside. She asked me if I had a male relative die lately. I told her that my grandfather died a few years prior. She then told me that um, when she passed by me, she saw a tall and broad, dark figure of a man standing over me. I didn't know whether to be scared or relieved. If it was Pop that was there with me that night, I'm grateful that he came to my bedside of his pirate, his nickname for me, when I was so afraid. If it was something else, though, something sinister, well, God help me. Yeah, how creepy is that? Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you, sir. Um, thank you, Randall. Uh, yeah, it is. Tiny Hawaiian shirts on Hawaiian shirts. I'll do it. I work for Cheez-Its. Heck yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh, this makes me so happy. Wait, why is it not coming to my phone? Well, it's coming to my phone now. Ah. You are on the air, sir. Sean Bishop, how are you, buddy? <laughs> oh my God, I'm watching the, uh, the, the 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 Facebook feed. I'm like, I'm gonna wait and see when he picks up, and, I'll, and then I will hang up. Then that, that will stop the Facebook feed, so I don't look like a dick <laughs> coming on the line. Where you're like, you know, can you turn down your phone? Can you turn and, down and your turn, device? Yeah. Yeah, listening on your phone. Can you take it off speaker? <laughs> uh, but I, I fucked up, and so I I, I look like a tool. Sean Bishop, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I miss you. Just we we have so many great um 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 interactions that have been put on hold because of this uh this this crazy Stephen King shit going on. Yeah, we have. Man, yes, we have. Um, I have you, and I thought I would pose this question to your 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 deeper, amazing listeners as well. And I have, uh, I have, you and I have spoke about this briefly, but I feel like if there is such thing as a Mandela effect, um, have we been Mandela affected into a timeline where there is no connection with the spiritual universe? Interesting. 
Uh, I thought you were just going to ask, well, did we get well, diverted from a timeline? Oh, I like this. Well, here's the thing, because I, 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 I have pleased I'm, I'm a recovering Irish Catholic, as you know. Recover, yeah, recovering <laughs> Catholic. Yes. Um, but um, I do believe in a positive force. I don't know if you call it a God force, but um, I always felt a connection to something my entire life until now. I don't feel it. And in the uptick of, of negative shit that's been going on, I wonder if we are, I, and I, to, to your, your unreligious listeners, I apologize, but, and, and I, I find this insane as well, is this our version of the tribulation? I like this. So in you case know? in case you guys can't hear it, Sean was wondering, as part of the Mandela effect, have we now diverted into a timeline where there is no higher power or religion or whatever you want to call it, whatever you determine that thing to be, that, that higher power to be, have we skewed so far off through a Mandela effect that we're in the darkest timeline? I would hazard a guess, as I, you know, I agree with you, you know, greatly. I, I, we definitely seem to be on a time, yeah. Right. Have we been cut off from the spiritual good? Yeah, that, I mean... Is that a weird? Here's the other thing: is that a weird cross crossing of of threads between science and spirituality? Have we been cut off by by virtue of the Mandela effect by string theory? Yeah. Have we been cut off from a reality where there is no spiritual positive, where we're literally just left to our own devices? And is that is that the tribulation where we're cut off from God and just Satanism to rule the universe? I'm not super fucking believing in that, but I'll tell you, I'm sitting on my back porch and I see a lot of shit and I hear a lot of sirens all day and I just see that timeline degrading yeah. second by second. I mean, this is shit that you and I talk about sitting in the shop any given day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and there, I don't know if it's true, but there's something, I will say, there's something spiritually going on that is spooky and beyond anything that any of us have realized to date. Is that fair? I mean, you've already got a couple people on the on the uh, the comment section saying it's an interesting theory. Obviously, no shock to anybody, Sean. Lawrence Opansky's just saying uh, hail Satan and hail Stitch constantly. Um, but yeah, you know, I, there's the people that, that can say I, I, I can believe it, honestly. There's, you know... Um, yeah, so you know, there is a there does seem to be something going on, and and you're right. You and I have talked about this on numerous occasions that this timeline, this darkest timeline, is not getting any better, and we seem to only be getting worse and worse. When are we? When's the it, curve it, gonna it's, come? It's like it's like two two a.m. in the morning text, where I'm like, well, I know Kurt is fucking up. <laughs> I'm like, I may as well text him. Like, getting worse. You're like, yes, it is. I'm like. What the shit? Man, you're not wrong. It's, it's like the quickening. It's like what our fella used to talk about, the fucking quickening times a hundred. Like, he exited too soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like that yeah. that sort of event that has still been on the air, you know, you're like talking with Madman Markham and fucking Mel's Hole, uh, seeing what the, what the hell is going on with this. But, I mean, he really, you know, the quickening, I don't think it's bullshit. There is something, we are... Heading toward a brick wall, but I don't know what that brick wall is. And when is it going to be? It seems like every time it's getting worse and worse, 
it's still going worse. It's not, I mean, it's, it's not ending. It's where, where's the bottom? God, you know what it's like? It's like that shot in Poltergeist with Joe Best, Beth Williams running toward the door and the, the, the hallway keeps getting longer and longer. Yeah. But the, the, the quicker we go toward the brick wall, the further away it gets. Man, you're not kidding. But why'd you have to bring up that movie? I hate it, that movie, Sean. I mean, how how much worse how much worse can it get? We got we have good people dying daily, and Why it's not it's not slowing down. <laughs> You're right, and and every day it it seems to get worse. And like not to freak out the listeners or the the, the good listeners of this amazing podcast that will save the world. Um, but you know it, it 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 is how much worse can it get? I mean, you know there is. I wonder what rock bottom is, because we 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 seem to have crashed through it about a dozen times already. You know, so you, know you you did a great. You have a good theory going. I want to ask you and everybody else: Have you guys been noticing more Mandela effects? I did a full episode on it, but have you been seeing more and more? Have you, Sean? Have you noticed any oh. more Mandela effects? That's a great question, um, and I should probably finish up with you and let you uh, take some of the callers to answer that. But I have personally not noticed that because I've been so sort of drawn inward with the. Uh, I, I think my um, I think people people are um, they're affected two different ways with this pandemic. They either go outward and they go full, you know, you know, social media. Yeah posting a thousand a day or they go introverted which is like me yeah which means you turn yourself off from every other thing so i actually haven't been open to that sort of brainwave that i have noticed any other mandela effects um and i don't have any basis to fact for this but i feel like that has stalled a little bit and it might happen. I mean, I don't know. If, I can't think of. I mean, there is another Mandela effects episode coming up, and so I have six or seven examples of other things that people have noticed that have sent me. But without spoiling that one, I can't personally think of anything that I've gone. That's not right. That's not connected. I don't have yeah. that gut feeling. Yeah. No, I agree. Nor I. Well, let me ask you this then, I Sean, know. because I don't want you to get off the phone because I love talking to you, buddy. Um, how's oh, well. Be as long as you can. I have way more Jameson to get through. So, ah, you know. Thank you, sir. Um, how has the house been? Zero valence. Really? Like if I was, like if I was Egon, the PKE would be at a fucking zero. Wow. So just nothing. Wow. I feel like all the energy is directed somewhere else, right? I think the world. I think I think the physical world and the spiritual world are both at a crossroads. I think it's probably like Agra and 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 Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, yeah. Conjunction. Yeah, it's. I think there's a great conjunction of energy that is all focused on one seminal event right now. Um, I really feel like everybody is focused toward whatever is going on right now, and you know, we we may have not been in a position like this ever in our lives because I feel like that we may be in the, the sort of ages that happened in the dark ages with like the Black Plague and stuff, except 
I believe that we, at least for a, a significant um, percentage of the populace, we're spiritually enlightened enough that we are maybe in tune with the with the, the decline of the physical, but the uptick of the spiritual. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. 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 It totally does. And I get what you mean by everybody's so focused on the 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 immediate, the today, the fear that they're not looking at the frivolous crap. I get exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. Right. Like yes, like yesterday they announced the first instance of COVID nineteen, and you're like, well, fuck. You know, nothing I've been told is right. Yeah. You know, so, so like, like literally the in, the information is changing on every given day, and people's fears and spiritual spikes and and their 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 periodic highs and lows are on such a crazy fluctuating basis. It must look like somebody's heart monitor having a heart attack. Oh. A flat line. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think everybody is in spiritual uh, chaos right now well that's why we're doing this as you as you well know i need this as much as everybody else here needs this and sean you need to know that the other sean wagner von morningstar sean she said by the way sean you kick ass thank you for bringing up real thoughts and real theories this is awesome by the way that guy has one of the greatest fucking names i've ever heard in my life is that that that's amazing yeah no she's just like even if it's just like a handle online, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm she's the you. best. I'm yeah. I'm follow you into battle against Dracula. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know how I got so lucky to have such amazing fans and have such amazing friends like you and Lauren and well, Phil no. and everybody. You, you, you're doing God's work because as we know, as we know, sadly, there that little uh, spiritual, metaphysical, and all that cryptid great stuff to listen to that we want. There are no other shows that do this on such a constant, regular basis as what we we, we need as the, uh, the 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 topics you cover and um, sort of the banter, that grassroots banter that used to go along with Art Bell and the stuff that he did. Uh, that's gone from the airwaves, and um, and you are bringing it back. Wow, we, thank you, buddy. So badly, especially in this day and age. Thank like you, man. That is sacred. What you're doing. Well, so. I, as you know, I cannot wait to have you back on the show. Like I said to you, I don't know, today, yesterday, every day since this shit's happened. I miss you more than anything, buddy. I can't wait to hang out with you again. I know that these guys want to have you back on the show, but not as much as I want to have you back on the show. Well, whatever you need, uh, go and be brilliant and uh, talk to your other uh, uh, wonderful listeners. This is the best show ever. Ah, thank you, and, sir. Uh, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll catch, with you, catch up with you in a few days. Definitely. Or when I'm texting with four in the morning drinking stock. Exactly. Like, hey, <laughs> what's up, Kurt? <laughs> like, Bigfoot, am I right? <laughs> you're like, get the fuck. You're like, bitch is like yelling at you because the phone is <laughs> fucking. Like, it, it just, it's, a, it's a shit show. But, um, I love you. Go be well, be and uh, I will. Uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Uh, definitely, I love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right, all right. The world that was the Sean Bishop, and what a great, interesting, honestly, the best friend a guy could ask for. But what a great, interesting theory. Um, uh, thank you, Rich. By the way, I'm glad you like the shirt. Uh, Lauren Sapansky says she misses you, Bishop, with a big heart and everything. Um, uh, 
I'm, I'm sorry that, uh, you know, like, you know, you guys can call me. The, the phone lines are open. If you have something to say, please feel free to call me. Uh, but I personally thought that was a fantastic call because he's right. Why do we seem to be in the darkest timeline? What, what seems to have happened recently that keeps pushing us down this darkest timeline? Is it Mandela effect? Is it something else? Is it something that I haven't even thought of? So again, as always, you guys can feel free to call me at 818-732-9399. That number again is 818-732-9399. Um, until then, let me get back to more haunted hospital stories. What you do, boom. Let's see, is it that one? I think it's that one. Yep. I was once hospitalized for a week, and towards the end of my time, there was a very sick elderly woman that was brought into my room. We shared our room. The night before I was about to go home, I was awakened by her yelling. She was arguing like a child about not wanting to go and how they can't make her leave. There was definitely a presence in that room. Not only did I feel it, but I saw it. It was a very dark shadow, and she was talking directly to it. The next day, she flatlined, and I became extremely ill at the very same moment. It was so bad that I had to leave the room, and I never went back in. The nurses actually gathered my things for me, and I was discharged shortly after. I later learned that she had died, that she did die, and I have no doubt that she was paid a visit by something. It was very, very strange. I I, I gotta say, I, I know I've said it a million times on this episode, uh, Rich, nearly 2 a.m. Well, thank you, sir, for watching. I really appreciate this. Um, really, the entire time Sean was on the phone, the audio was glitchy, but now it's back to normal. Well, everybody's going to have to listen to the actual podcast itself. The audio is all clear and good. I'm watching it right on that screen. It seems to be fine. I hope you guys heard what Sean was saying because it was, as always, a fantastic, uh, fantastic chat with a good friend of mine. Okay, up next, when I was training in the ICU, I was approached by a patient's daughter who asked if we had heard of any strange things happening in her father's room. I asked her what she'd meant, and she said that she had seen what she described as a shadow person in the corner of the room she was in. We were standing at the nurse's station, so one of the older nurses overheard and told us that several people have seen the same thing in that room, but not to worry. The patient ended up dying the next day. I remember standing in the hall outside the room since I couldn't get in, because it was so full of people and feeling cold air blow past me. I thought I was imagining things, but my classmate asked if I felt it too. Very strange. Um, Josh says, I have a crazy Mandela effect story, or the twins are messing with me. The elementary school I went to was when I, when I was a kid, there was twins, a boy and a girl. One recess, the boy fell on the monkey bars and cracked his chin open. I moved from the school in the sixth grade. My family moved across the other side of the country. When I was in the new school district in ninth grade, we had two students move to the school. They were twins. They had the same first and last names as both of the previous twins I had encountered at my old school. They also looked exactly like them. The boy even had a scar on his chin. I approached him and asked, remember me? He told me I never went to this school I don't know where that is. His sister claimed the same thing. I thought for years they were just messing with me until I found out about the Mandela effect, and now I wonder. What the crap, Joshua? Really? Dude, find those twins and ask them more questions. That's crazy. 
Justin, another paramedic. Thank you, sir, for your work. Uh, greetings from a paramedic in New Orleans. Love your show. Stay safe. Justin, thank you. Thank you so much for your hard work. You stay safe. Thank you so much for keeping us all safe. This show is dedicated to hospital staff and frontline people, everybody that is that are doing their damnedest to keep us all safe. I know we all appreciate it. It's coming from everybody, not just from me, but thank you so, so much for your hard work. Uh, Joshua, seriously though, find out if you can find those twins again on Facebook or wherever. See what the hell that's about. That's weird, man. That's so freaking weird. So, um, yeah, if they, if it is a Mandela effect, boy, that's a very specific one to, to, you know, that exact section of the world. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, David, uh, by the way, the gizmo that everybody likes so much still hasn't moved. Come on, David. I'm counting on you for the paranormal thing that happens in this episode right, you know, during this show. I want that to fall, David. You said in the messages you'd try and make it fall. So I'm counting on you. I'm hoping beyond hope that that does happen because, um, you know, I'll pee myself a little bit. Audio in and out. Man. I, I am so sorry that you guys are having audio issues right now. I don't know what causes it. I don't know how to fix it either. Um, other than it's got to be just, it's got to be a billion people on Facebook because everybody's sitting at home. So why wouldn't they be on Facebook? Uh, YouTube was worse. We found that out the hard way. Way worse. Don't want to go back to that. Um, so I'm going to just sit here and vamp for a couple of minutes until hopefully the audio gets better on here. I'm friends with the boy on Facebook. I believe I'll look into it. Yes, Joshua, please look into it. Audio getting super choppy in and out. All right, I'm going to let it sit for just a second. In fact, to let it sit for a second, I am going to take a quick stitch break and uh, let it, let's let the audio reset for a second while I let Stitch out to go potty. Hold on one second, though, guys, because I want to put the appropriate Stitch music into it. The hell? Why is it not playing? It's time now for a short break. Feel free to get a refill on your favorite beverage. And remember, if you have a paranormal story to tell, Paranormal Almanac wants to hear from you.
Alrighty, we are back. Thank you once again to Buzz for that amazing Stitch Pee Break music that you made for me, which is still freaking awesome that you're making me Stitch Pee Break music because you are the best. Um, Every third syllable, audio crash. Okay, I'm completely frozen now. Okay, well, let's see if you guys can hear me. I really hope that everything is cool again. Are we good? Can you guys hear me? Please let me know in the message below if you can see me, if you can hear me, if everything's going good. Uh, Rich, hi from uh, hi from America. I'm glad that you're here from, from England. This doesn't seem good. Did it really glitch out completely? Hmm... I think we have lost the Facebook live feed. Anybody? Thumbs up if you can hear me. Thumbs up. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay, we're good. All right, thank you, Maya. Now I know your name. Um, so uh, again, thank you to Buzz Lee for that amazing Stitch pee break music. It is essential to have a Stitch pee break every now and then for Stitch, obviously. Um, well, I hope that you guys are enjoying this one. Dawn, I hope you're enjoying this because this episode is for you and you alone. I mean, it's for everybody else, but especially for you. Um, yeah, Rich, I'm sorry that everybody seems to be bouncing off the walls. Uh, what a freaking weird time we're in. We're, we're all lucky enough to be in homes, but lucky enough, unlucky enough to be stuck in the homes. Um, while I got you guys, I do want to thank Emily for this amazing artwork. She is very cool. I get to hang out with her. Um, she's one of the patrons that I got to hang out with. I was lucky enough to hang out with. That is just seriously cool artwork. Um, but yeah, you know, David, the TV, still not on. The... Gizmo Furby still has not fallen. I'm hoping that it happens. I'm I'm rooting for you. My face is blurry and frozen, but the audio is there just choppy. All right, well, I might actually have to call it. I might wrap this one up. If that's the case, this one might end in an hour, and I apologize that it's only an hour, but uh, Facebook doesn't seem to be... Uh, pardon me. Facebook doesn't seem to be playing along tonight. So... I might end this one a little bit early, make it an hour episode instead of two. Um, I don't want to do it, but uh... yeah. All right. So it does look like it's off. All right. So with that, thank you all so much. I love you all. Love you all. Everybody that's on here, everybody that listens, I cannot thank you enough for listening to this show. You guys are getting me through it as much as I'm getting you through it. Thank you all so much. We'll do another one this weekend. How about that? Since this one's only an hour long, let's do another one this weekend. You guys tell me what works for you. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you pick the day. I'll be there. Hopefully you guys will be there. I love you all so much. Thank you all for being on here. Thank you all for listening. And thank you all for uh, enjoying Stitch as much as I do. Once again, I am your host, Kurt Sandvig. Hold on. Once again, I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig, and this is another edition of Paranormal Almanac. Gotta love that dog.
Sorry, we need Neral Weasley Castro. Neral.